for the job at hand. Now with two great paint brands, precise color matching, architectural and homeowner paints and coatings, plus a large inventory, it only makes sense to get your paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. When you're in pain, it causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Here's what people are saying about wrap plumbing and heating in Sheridan. Very professional, friendly, and fast. Wrap Plumbing and Heating did a great job within our budget. We appreciated their fast callback time, and they left no mess behind. Thank you, Wrap Plumbing and Heating, for your service, and I want to say that we're proud to recommend you to others. This is Dan Rapp of Wrap Plumbing and Heating. My crew and I work hard to exceed your expectations on all your plumbing needs. We pride ourselves on top quality workmanship and thank all of our customers for their recommendations. I like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. That's right. You heard it here. If you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Need a plumber? Call Rap Plumbing and Heating. They'll get back to you, give you a free estimate, and have it done as quickly as possible. Rap Plumbing and Heating, 752-1844. Have you heard? VacuTech is now hiring assemblers, welders, installers, design drafters, engineers, and more with great opportunities for advancement. Working at VacuTech is much more than just a job, it's a career. VacuTech offers outstanding benefits, including comprehensive health, dental, vision coverage, matching 401k, paid time off, and referral bonuses, not to mention top-notch compensation. For more information and to apply, visit VacuTech's Open Opportunities page on their website at VacuTechLLC.com. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friend this week, Aaron Palmer and Trevor Jackson. We're your open line guys. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Aaron, thanks for coming over this morning from Buffalo. You're welcome. Uh, Steve Sisson is out this week. He is on the road. I can't remember exactly what for, but I think uh, I think he's actually in the air right now. I think he's flying somewhere. Fun. He's playing somewhere. He's yeah yeah he's having some he's having a good time somewhere. Yeah. And here we are. All right, we're gonna go right to your poll question. 
Now, do you agree with how local government is handling the ARPA funding? Uh, the results uh, surprised me a little bit. No, got 65% of that vote. Yes, only got 15% of that vote. And undecided, got 19. So the majority of those who took the poll do not agree with how local governments are using this ARPA funding. And I would really love to hear why. Give us a ring, 674-4443. That's exactly the question. We talked a little bit before we went on the air. How is How are the funds getting used? We... I, I don't know. I mean, have you heard how this is going to be? Yeah. We, we talked about it beforehand. Like, Kinski came in, told us, well, we were looking at doing this, 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 and this, but I haven't heard for sure what they allocated, you know, so many dollars to this, so many dollars to now, that. Now, if we start at the state level, so we'll go here and we'll start at the state level, and I'll tell you what, according to Kinski, $50 million of the funds will be retained for the use in the event of another public health emergency. So those are just going to stay kind of in a fund, uh, just in case. Now, WildLink, the communication service developed to provide communications for public safety and service agencies across our state, they're going to receive $35 million. And uh, I, I had heard that WildLink had, had experienced some problems, ups and downs, that there's uh, some pits and valleys that are hard to get to with this communication service. So maybe we can get those fixed. Approximately $13 million will be used to offset health care labor costs around the state. We had to bring in some folks here and there. and uh, At a pretty, pretty penny. These absolutely. traveling nurses, you know, they're getting bokus of dollars per hour, which and, they deserve. I was going to say, yeah, good yeah. for them. You know? But, yeah, it's, it's just it's costing a lot of extra money. So, anyway, go ahead. $10 million will be used for the Wyoming Workforce Development. Uh Developing jobs, job programs, things like that. A large portion, $85 million, will be utilized for healthcare emergency construction. Now, the legislature authorized $431 million in ARPA funds to 12 different administering agencies. And that is according to the legislative information officer ryan frost uh, when he released a press release this is a lot of money and and kinski told us uh you know our own senator kinski here he he came home and he said you know did the math we're looking at like nine i think he said nine upwards close to nine billion dollars in in relief funds in in federal monies since this COVID thing happened, have been pumped into the state of Wyoming. Just our state. That's an incredible amount of money coming in. Now, local governments, if we switch over, I, you know, when it comes to the county, I don't think they've really had that big sit down, let's talk about it and allocate this kind of thing. Um, fund expenditures, uh, expenditures must be obligated by December 31st of 2024. So there's time. Mm. You know, we got you know, a little over two years to really decide where we're going to spend it. But the money has to be spent two years later, December 31st of 2026. And as Kinski said, there's so much 
in this that we're wondering if we can even really pull it off. Now, some people might say, oh, well, that'd be easy to spend all that money. But it's no, it's really not. There's re, Especially with the restrictions that they have on it. Let's talk about the infrastructure that you brought up a minute ago. Because I went to the hospital district meeting in Johnson County this week, and they were kind of talking about this. And they have projects that they are doing there, which they think may qualify, but they're not sure. Yeah. So, you know, they might be able to get some money to help pay for those through the government, which will mean that they don't have to go out and get loans for this and then repay them over 20 or 30 years. This federal money would be a, a boon to mm-hmm. them. And But the projects are going on regardless. But they're at least looking at the possibility. But there are so many restrictions on this money, a lot of it being that it has to be COVID-related, which, again, they're still trying to figure out what that means. Because, you know, hospitals in general, you can make an argument that, well, whatever they decide to do is basically going to be COVID-related because they're treating COVID patients and have been all along. So there is that argument, but they're not sure if the federal government's going to allow that or if they're not or if it's going to be more restrictive or less. And they're still looking at this. So there are, even though there's a lot of money out there, yeah, it's not going to be easy or possibly not going to be easy to spend that money once they get it. Yeah, and even if we decide on the projects, now we've got to get the contractors right. to complete these things. And then there's more problems, which they're also running into, or were in Johnson County, that, okay, we've got this thing, we've sent it out to bid. Well, now they're going out and trying to find all of the construction materials that they need, which they're finding are back-ordered for six months or nine months or whatever. So they're having to change their designs, which may have had lumber you know, in it, that now they're going to have to look at aluminum, you know, or or some kind of a... Uh, something else other than that, because these materials, a lot of them are not available. So it's just, it's like a, it's just force feeding itself into a bigger problem. Well, and and could you imagine right now, if you were a contractor uh, and you were seeing, okay, so I build streets, that's what we do. But to do that, I need fuel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. So, so now we're looking at the cost of fuel. My adjustments on on my estimates are going to be a lot higher, mm-hmm. and and rightfully so. I mean, cost of fuel is up. You got to make money somehow. So, who knows exactly how all of this money will be spent in the end? Um, there's still conversations going on. There's still people trying to figure out where are we going to put it and how, but. This uh, Sheridan City Council members, Kristen Jennings and, and Steve Brands, came onto the show, Public Pulse, and they talked uh, about obligating this $2.7 million that the city got. Now, according to the city, the federal government did change the rules. Uh, effective April 1st of this year, which actually broadened the scope in how the city can use these funds. So, uh, I believe Councilman Brands told me, you know, what happened was they put all this money out there with so many rules that nobody could get it figured out. And and so they decided, you know what, we just got to get everything in the system. And so they lightened up on the rules. So now we can play, what's that game called? Seven Ways to Kevin Bacon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Russian roulette? Or, yeah. <laughs> 
But we can. I That's can, later when we try to figure out how we're going to well, pay, you know, the the is, pay it all back. The thing right. is, it's it's like you ain't giving it back. No. Oh. You know, you ain't giving it back. And if somebody says, well, just give it back. No. Yeah, it's, that's not. Someone's going to hand you a bucket full of cash, figure out how to spend it. And and there were individuals, and I'm sure a lot of these people who marked, no, I don't like how they're spending it. They're just against the fact that they got the money. Well, And they could deny it. But, in what? my opinion, they're handing it out anyway. Yeah. The, 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 the money is going somewhere. You're going to give your share to somebody else? Exactly. So, you know, everyone's like, well, maybe coming together in a show of solidarity uh, that blah, we disagree blah, 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 with. Blah, blah. You know what? I'd like to see them they take don't that care. money. You know, just dump it into infrastructure. There you go. I would say that would be a great – dump it into streets. Yeah. Because that way Something. all people – all people, all citizens benefit benefit from that pot of money. Yeah. Absolutely, someone's yeah. not getting you know. In this whole thing about oh, someone's lining their pockets with it, no, they're not because that's just a stupid argument people come. They up can with. track it too. Yeah, closely. exactly. Way so too nobody's closely. lining their pockets with any money. But if you go look, okay, what are we going to do with this infrastructure? Would be a great way to do it. Yeah. The thing that they have to watch out for, and let, and you kind of alluded to this was okay. We're going to spend this money. Um, <laughs> that creates a problem when all of a sudden we're down to, hey, we've got, you know, 90 days left to, to get rid of this money. What do we do with it? That's when you start seeing a lot of this pork crud show up just to spend the money. And that's that's one thing that I think needs to be watched in the coming years when this money, if it's not allocated out front. You know, you know I really like the way that Governor Gordon did this. He formed a committee. He took ideas. He wanted to know, what do you think? You know, how can we spend this money, mm-hmm. like Trevor said, to the benefit of the as most Wyoming? Else. As many people as you can. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he got a lot of great ideas from folks. And that's where a lot of this money went. Um, you know, as legislature sat down, which was one of their tasks, figure out how to spend uh, this half of the money right now. And we're looking at, you know, healthcare labor costs, workforce development, programs to help improve people's lives so that they can go on and get a job working in whatever field with better skills, more education. So that's an improvement to your entire community. Yeah. You know, and, and but the hard thing is is you've got to get people to take advantage of those programs. You've got to get people to want to jump in there and and, and join that. Otherwise, it's going to be wasted money. Right. You're going to have an administrator sitting up, you know, in a chair going, well, I just I don't have anyone to teach. That's like, hey, let's give all of these, you know, minimum wage workers a boost in their minimum wage. And then all of a sudden they don't want to work. Well, <laughs> just as an example, when, I, I when, it, when it comes to, to that stuff, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot of the unemployment payments are done. Right. You know, so it's going to change. And and everyone thinks that, well, we're all going to filter back. You know, these kids aren't filtering back into no. the labor market. And boy, you know, I, it's, I, not, it's not just them. There's a lot of professional people that were laid off or and they're not going back. And they're, yeah, they figured out other things to do and kudos to them. And, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that, that uh, companies in this well in the world are going to have to deal with. And we're, we're deep. Well, my thing is way off track. Well, but that's okay. We can get way off track because I've got questions. Okay. Uh, so you have this new movement in the younger generation, and I'm not even past millennials. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to be internet famous. 
They want to be TikTok, Instagram. They want to be uh, what they call influencers. Mm -hmm. Now, these companies will s randomly check out people on the Internet, and they'll see how many people are following them. And they'll say, you know what? I will pay you if you wear this shirt and put a link. And, and so there are kids out there who are making bundles of money. Where are these people that are giving this money out? I'll wear your damn shirt. Right? <laughs> that's what, well, see, that's the thing. You and I don't have the followers. We're not the influencer. So we have to... I'm curious, and I don't even know... You don't want me to be an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you no. to be an influencer. No. I think you would be great. I like the anti-influencer. Like sports gear? You'd be great People at would be going, gear. you know what? Don't follow that, dude. <laughs> You're going to go right over the cliff with them. That would be worth the the monthly fee just to oh, watch yeah, that. Oh, yeah, just to watch but uh, <laughs> what, where my curiosity is, is the, uh, you know, the Labor Department, are they tracking how many of these kids are doing this? Are these kids developing a, a, a completely different field where all I got to do is take a picture of myself and your stuff? Yeah. I don't have to go to work. I got to get up and take 45 pictures today standing next to this and waving at that. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. And I know a lot of our listeners out there probably are not like super, you know, app savvy. But for those of us, and I'm barely, I mean, I stopped at TikTok. I was done. Uh, I can't, I just, I don't have the drive <laughs> to keep up I with all the, the various apps. But my daughter does. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll sit there with her and we'll have these conversations. And she's like, these people make, more than enough money to survive on. Yeah. And and it's just growing and growing and it's incredible to watch. So all if that's what I'm doing for the day, I'm not going to work. I'm not joining the labor well, market. They're making, you know, in some instances just ridiculous amounts of money. Three thousand, four thousand dollars a day. And you're right. Why would you if you were in that situation, why would you give that up? or even create a problem for yourself where you have to go into work for 8 to 10 hours a day to make 100 bucks when you know and then go home and try to do your your influencer thing when you can do that influencing thing in 3 hours and and have fun doing it make more money and make gobs more money yeah why why would you want to go to work i i understand the concept i don't get it but i understand it and and, <laughs> it's and like all my dad says World's going to hell, Trey. <laughs> In a handcart. Well, cart. you know, like all those kids <laughs> whose whose parents used to tell them, you know, are you going to be able to make money off of playing video games? Yeah, we can now. Yes, some, you can. Some can. Now, now that's not a majority. It's it's a minority. It's a small group that does it. You know, but you've and got it's a concept that my generation just doesn't get. Right, but that's and that's okay. Okay, and I'm not talking about just the pain contests that they hold for this i'm talking about there are now apps okay and my daughter was a frequent viewer you can now join somebody's youtube channel and watch them play a video game i know yeah the, the looks on your faces say it, it all that it that's what you're doing and, and, and why would i do that this is their television yeah no no i will say this tv sucks it really no, it's, it's, it's not gone, great. It's gone down. It's not great. And like, I would say that 
I like, as part of entertainment, to get on YouTube and watch stuff. Yeah. Of things I'm interested in. Right. Because the content's unbelievable. Any kind of home if, improvement. If you have a yeah. hobby of whatever it might be, I will guarantee you there are thousands of other people that have your hobby that put videos up, and you can see lots of cool stuff. And you oh, can yeah. learn things oh, like yeah. fishing. Yeah. Go look at the fishing videos. you got guys that are telling you what to use and what circumstances and how to land this type of fish or where to fish. Yeah, you can learn stuff. I get that. I can watch that. 27 hours a day. YouTube YouTube taught me how to tie flies. I mean, it's like fly fishing videos because that's kind of my thing. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay. Now, fly fishing is your thing. Drumming is your thing. You like to watch drummers, right? You like to watch other fly fishers. They give out tips, hints. And it's fun to watch. You're a video gamer. You like to go home. You don't watch movies. You don't watch (laughs) television, but you play video games. And now you buy a new video game. Well, turns out Aaron Palmer... My favorite guy on, uh, I think the program's called Twitch. My favorite guy on there, I he's already playing this game. He can show me hints. He can show me tips. Uh, and, and all I got to do is watch a couple YouTube videos. My daughter would watch specific individuals on mm-hmm. her channel, and she still does. Yeah. Conventional television is nothing to my daughter. She doesn't do that. It's all about, you know, streaming services. It's all about YouTube, it's all about the various channels that you can watch on these things. And these kids make loads of money because they wake up in the morning, they go play their video game for a couple of hours, and advertising companies... The three of us, what are we doing wrong? I don't... We need to get together here, guys. We need to figure something we out. Need to fi- the three of us need to get together and figure something out. Hey, I like... I don't think I've got anything that I do well enough that people want to watch me do it. You'd be surprised. You really would. You know what? I could just stand around and, and like slap you across the face all day. <laughs> people would pay to and see that. Would pay they to see that. Would. It's amazing. It is. It's incredible. You know what I'd like to see? I, 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 that was like a, a made up thing, Aaron. I really wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, but yeah, I agree. The the, the, the new more three, the new three stooges. Yeah, oh, we exactly. Could do it. We could do it. We yeah. could pull that off. It would be just crazy enough to work. Now, one of these one of these channels was, uh, and, and I don't remember his name. I'm just pulling from my memory here, but uh, you can check it out. It's out there, easy to find. One gentleman grew up without a father, so he never really learned, you know, the things that dad teaches you as you grow up. And he knows there's a lot of kids out there who don't have a dad. So he got a channel where he basically shows you the stuff that your dad would have showed you. That's kind of cool. And it and and it it went viral. And people love this guy. And I've watched a couple of his videos and they're really cool. I mean, it's almost it's it heartwarming if you want the truth. Because he's, you know, how do you shave? How do you tie a tie? Here, change uh, my oil. How do you how do you change a tire on the side of the road? What should you do in case this happens? Little tiny things that your dad taught you growing up mm-hmm. that he didn't have. Now that to me is a fantastic use of something like YouTube, a format like YouTube. That's, Agreed. It's beautiful. Agreed. How many times have you gotten on YouTube where like you're at home and all of a sudden, oh, the the sink's not working? So it's like, okay, what's what's the problem with the sink? So you 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 Google it. And there's, oh, here, check this. So you go through the video and watch this just to know I've done it. Every single home improvement project that I do my camper, is YouTubed first. My camper, believe it or not, the the refrigerator runs on electric and propane both. Well, it wouldn't. It stopped working on propane. 
And I was like, man, I'm going to have to take this in and spend, you know, bokus of money trying to get it fixed, blah, blah, blah. So I got on YouTube and I, and I Googled, or excuse me, I got on there and I Googled what is going on with this, this, and this, and explained what the deal was. And so this video popped up and the guy said, here, and he had the exact same uh, refrigerator that I had. And he goes, here, try this. And so I went through all the steps and pulled the covers off and did everything. Boom, fired right up. And fixed it. And fixed yeah. it. And all it was was there was a, a an electrode in there that was too far. It had bent somehow. And it was just too far away from the igniter, was too far away from the tube where the thing comes in, and it wouldn't fire on propane. So I cleaned all that off got it, and pushed it back where it was supposed to be. Boom. An easy Done. fix, yeah. but... Otherwise, you but would have paid I, a repairman right. how much? And, I, and who knows what I would have been charged or what they would have told me, you know, when I if I'd taken it in somewhere to have it looked at. They could have said, oh, you need a whole new refrigerator or, you know, not saying that any specific company would do that. But we all worry about that. Absolutely. So. My point to the whole thing, okay, and then we'll go to a commercial break, was just these kids don't have to rely on the same economic system. That we have been relying on. And in a way, they don't care. <laughs> you you might want them to, but they don't care about our economic system. They're going to create their own. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Exciting things are happening at Brackleton's Fine Food and Spirits as we roll out our latest new menus. Off of our big plate menu, let's highlight the way Brackleton's serves up a pork chop dinner. French pork chops, farm to fork from Young's Farm near Parkman, grilled and served with mashed potatoes, haricot burnt, and a big mustard reduction. Brackleton's recommended wine pairing is a Zoregon Pino Gris. Where good food is good mood at Brackleton's Fine Food and Spirits, downtown Sheridan. Everyone's story is different, but one thing is always true. Your trade-in is just as important to the equation as the new vehicle. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, and we recently had a customer whose trade-in had been taken care of like it was part of the family and had sentimental attachment. We already had a local customer in mind, and they knew each other. Both of our customers were glad that they had come to Primary Motors that day. See us today at Primary Motors, 2305 Cochrane Avenue, or online at primarymotors.com. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. We can now say baseball is officially back. Spring training began last week. 
And we're going to get into some spring training baseball with the Rockies and some of the free agent acquisitions. I also bring in Mallory to talk about some of the Deshaun Watson situation as he gets traded to the Browns as we talk about talent trumping morality in the NFL. So make sure you tune into this week's Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on SheridanMedia.com and PodcastWyoming.com. Charitable giving is often an important part of your future. This is Jeff Tomlinson, Financial Advisor and Branch Manager at Stiefel. I can help you develop a charitable giving strategy designed to potentially maximize your tax benefits and reduce your record-keeping burden. Call us at 307-672-3434 to discuss how a Stiefel donor-advised fund can help create a positive impact on the causes you care most about. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. With me this morning are my friends Aaron Palmer and Trevor Jackson. We're your open line guys. Now this morning we're talking about, uh, well, we're kind of going all over the place because I like to do that. Um, But uh, mainly we're focusing on the poll question, which was, do you agree with how local government is handling ARPA funding? 65% of you said no. I would love to hear why you disagree with it. Now, if, if your disagreement is I, they, we should have never accepted it in the first place, mm-hmm. look, I get it. We're a conservative batch, but we have accepted it. So I don't see that as like a a, a reason to call and just say, well, we shouldn't have accepted it. Well, don't it. you think that we did. a lot of us don't know how it's all going to work? Well, and, and I think that's a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, we're in just, that phase right now. We don't now. understand, okay, they just throw this money at us. Now what? And you can't spend it except on this, this, and this, and then you got to spend it by this amount of time, so all of a sudden you put the pressure on these entities to figure it out on the fly. And they've already changed the rules on us. And, Once so, that and we you're know. talking like state government, local government, county government, then you have places like uh, Sheridan Memorial Hospital, the Buffalo Hospital, places like that are getting the same thing. All of these boards and organizations we're in the same boat. Well, and it's also entities like, um, not that SAWS is doing it, but I'm just using them as an, as an example. It's those types of entities as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be a governmental agency, but those can qualify as well. So, yeah, I mean, it can be used in a thousand different ways. But, again, it gets back to we don't know the, the rules and regulations to get this money spent at this time. You know, at the... Uh Sheridan County Chamber lunch, post-legislative lunch, uh, Senator Beitman stood up and said, you know, this is our, our grandchildren are going to foot the bill. And I agree. Oh, yeah. They're, they're totally footing the bill. There will be a time that the bill comes due. Always comes due. And it's due. not going to be us. Yep. But we're the ones that are spending it. So in my eyes, the, the bill's coming due. So the best thing I can do is use the money right now to pave the road. Uh, so that my grandchildren are not in the situation that we found ourselves in. Let's replace a few bridges that are, you know, on the verge of falling down. Well, Those types yeah, of things like like well. Trevor said, infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I can link yeah. infrastructure to anything. Fix right. our streets. Water systems. Yeah, water systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sewer systems. COVID yeah. was in, uh, in, in all of our wastewater treatment. High-speed Internet. I mean, you name it. Oh, yeah, we what, need what, that. What benefits everybody. Or the, or the most people possible. Yeah. 
You know, and and the thing that really bothered me, there are there are still families out there who don't have internet. Okay, and then all of a sudden, if and thank God, Wyoming kept our schools open as long as we possibly could. Okay, love that. But there are kids out there who don't have internet home, and now you're going to distance learn. Okay, well, hang on. That's the government imposing a requirement on me to have a service. I need a service to accomplish what you're asking me to do. So you owe me the service because we don't have it anyway. I'm sorry, but that's the way it goes. And if they look at me and say, well, we're not paying for it. Well, what's my kids supposed to do? We're out here where we can't get Internet. Sink or swim. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have to think about these things. Yep. Now, I do understand that the whole COVID situation was, uh, you know, it was something that nobody could control. So, And unique at that point. Having to pull kids out of school and do some distance learning, it was the best idea that we had at the time. So I do understand that. That they, it wasn't like they just woke up one day and said, you know what, everyone better have Internet because this is the way we're doing it. We did what we could with what we had. Now, getting back to this ARPA funding, uh, our own Sheridan City Council has formed a special committee to explore projects that are possible. And uh, City Council members Sean Day, Aaron Linden, and our own Mayor Rich Bridger, as well as uh, some city staff and some department heads have been included in this discussion. Projects that have been discussed so far right here in our own city the Cook Ford building. Yeah, I don't know any history on this building. It's owned by the city. Do you want to see it become a parking lot? Or would you like to see this become a public information center? Something a bit of a a mm. bit of a flashy kind of thing mm. that tourists can go visit. Here's my deal. Is it gonna be year round? Can I utilize that year round? Can local people utilize it? Exactly. Well, so, you know, I'm like, no. Can we throw a conference center in there? It that might. Go ahead. It depends on, you know, well, it depends on the pot of money you have to. Right. Yes. Yeah, it does. Now, here's here's another thing to think about. Okay, we're going to have an information center. What's that going to cost the city moving forward? For staffing. Right. Yep. For yep. heating. Right. Cleaning, mm-hmm. maintenance on the building yep. itself. Exactly, mm-hmm. because it's still going to have, you know, 10 years from now, it's going to need a new roof. It's or building an amusement park. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to call it Let Aaron it pay for itself. Aaron, <laughs> that would. That That's would. my idea, amusement park. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are listening out there. <laughs> amusement park. we got lots of great ideas. Welcome and to Sheridan Land. <laughs> it's funny because people will, will discuss these things, and then that kind of gets left in the in the dirt uh-huh. well, yeah, who's gonna who's gonna maintain yeah. it yes. yeah exactly yeah. i mean oh it's a great thing it's gonna you know provide jobs for you know five or six people you know if blah 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 okay sure that's gonna cost money it's an information center how is that going to make itself float mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so that needs to be taken into consideration as well whereas like a parking lot you go in there you pave it Maybe go in oh, every yeah. decade wait, or so. Wait till the Wyo Rodeo Parade comes through. People are going to be like, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I'm liking that. That's so, a good point. So what would be more useful to the city, you right. think? Yeah. And, you know? Because we all know that, you know, we have our little section right there on Main Street in Grinnell Plaza that we have to park like 900 miles oh, away from goodness, that. Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> <too> <laughs> we much, so, do, yeah. You know? 
it is what it is. Oh yeah, but it it's fun out there. But oh, yeah. yeah, so would a would a parking lot would just get rid of the building and lay down some asphalt, paint some lines, call it good. Would that benefit the city more than an information center? Even though it would be an eyesore eleven months out of the year. Good point. Yeah, I don't know. Would it? But, you know. you gotta, well, you have to plow it in wintertime for snow, but, right. you know, does it... How many... I mean, how big is this building, Trevor? I, I think I've only ever really seen the outside I mean, of it, but I haven't walked I mean, it's not, it's not like a monstrosity, but it's not little either. Where and this is... is you it, know... Say again? It's on Gould it? Street. Downtown. Okay. It's on Gould, right there. On Gould, the corner of Gould and Brundage, right? Uh, Am I correct? I think so. It's, I would have yes. to look that up. I think it's Gould and Brundage Street downtown. Okay. Take your word for it. Go ahead. Now, is this an old... I mean, it's an older it's building. Been, yeah, it's been there for a long time, yeah. It's a uh, historical significance at all? Uh, I don't know. No. Car dealership? Pro- I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if it's historical. Right. Maybe I, I should get... Uh, I mean, if it got plowed under, is anybody going to you know, hold, the, thing, hold yeah. the sign across the street saying, don't wreck our buildings? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it's not like the Sheridan Inn or something like that, you know. Right, right. Or City Hall. Or, right. right, yeah. Or one of the gems in yeah, the crown. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's why, you know what? You just had to run for public office, didn't you? Now you're on a committee. <laughs> you get to figure, <laughs> figure it, out. it out. Now yeah. it's up to you. all of us get to yell at you when we don't like your decision. That's Regardless right. of what decision you come up with, you're going to hear about it. Yep. Welcome to the process. Yes. Now, uh, some other things that have been discussed. The purchase of an emergency response mobile command unit. This is estimated at uh, $400,000, which, in my opinion, um, isn't a lot of money for a mobile emergency command unit. I don't know if folks know that, but uh, I've seen some in the military that would just well, blow Well, the thing mind. about it is it can be used, you know, it can be used for so many different things. Oh, yeah. So like, it's versatile. Okay, natural disaster. Mm-hmm. Blood, mm-hmm. whatever, Fire, that kind whatever. of thing. Yeah, search and rescue. Yeah, so it has a lot more capabilities than just you know. I think I, a out mobile of, command center can be used for lots of different things. Yeah, and out of everything that they listed as as a possible uh-huh. expenditure, of this money, I would say that this emergency response mobile command unit. And the Sheridan City Fire Department getting uh, a new life support certified ambulance. Those are the two best What's, expenditures that, that I've seen safety, so far. That's public safety, right? Yeah. Public safety, yep. it's for the general good for everyone. And uh, from what the council told me, the uh, the one that they have now is a little old. She's getting a little long in the tooth. <clears throat> so it's time to time to move it on. I'm going to take a quick commercial break. You are listening to the Jackson Electric Open Lines at 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has any Anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Are you-
Are you wondering what your business is worth? Or have you considered buying or selling a business? Contact me, Alicia Cox, Certified Valuation Professional, at Harker Mellinger to discuss how a business valuation can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. Harker Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker Mellinger, located at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. It's spring cleaning time, and few things make you feel better than having a clean, shiny car or truck. It's almost like driving a new vehicle. Everybody seems to be checking you out. Feel that way again with a stop at Martini Detailing. The Martini crew will have you looking shiny and new in no time. They'll even pick up and deliver your vehicle within the city limits. Hey, it's not too early to get a gift card for Mother's Day as well. Visit Martini Detailing today at 409 Broadway in Sheridan. At Stiefel, our focus is on you, your needs, and your goals. You won't be plugged into a one-size-fits-all model. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Stiefel. We practice a service model where our clients can share their vision and ask questions. Regardless of your situation, our guidance is driven by your investment needs. Call us at 307-672-3434 to talk about your financial goals. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Make your reservations now for the Easter Buffet at the Ramada Plaza by Wyndham in Sheridan. It's Sunday, April 17th from 10 until 2. Enjoy roasted prime rib, glazed ham, London broil, smoked salmon, peel and eat shrimp, a large assortment of side dishes, a kid's station, and 12 desserts. Just $29 for adults, $24 for seniors, $19 for kids 6 to 12, and free for 5 and under. It's the Easter Buffet at the Ramada Plaza by Wyndham. Call 672-8931 to reserve your table. The office supply department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company office supply department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am with my friends Aaron Palmer, Trevor Jackson. Where are your open line, guys? We're discussing ARPA funding. Now, I, I do realize that there's still a lot of questions that surround this funding, but uh, with some of the expenditures already set, I would love to know what you think about the spending. On our poll, 65% of individuals said that they do not agree with how it's being handled. I would love to hear why. Uh, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm curious. Uh, and we've got a caller right now. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Lines. Well, hello, fellas. Good I morning. I hope you don't thump me over the head here. I want to make a remark about something that President Biden had stated on St. Patrick's Day. He'd been to a St. Patrick's Day party last week, and he made an odd statement. He said, well, you know, they say the Irish are stupid. And I think he must have, I believe he is Irish. I mean, he was making a self-deprecating statement there. But they say the Irish are stupid. But I married Dominic Giacopa's daughter. And I'm, I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking, what the heck? What's the significance of this? So it turns out, a short Internet search, uh, Jill, 
Biden, who is President Biden's second wife. His first wife died in an auto accident. Her father is named Donald Jacobs. He was born in 1927, and he is now deceased. But he had changed his name. His real name was Dominique Giacopa. Well, that was his father's name. So a brief search for who the heck is Dominic Giacopa, I come up with born in 1898 in Sicily and immigrated as a baby, a baby in arms, to New Jersey, to the United States, lived his whole life here and died in 1986. And apparently in his 20s, he was a teamster in New Jersey. And what I'm interested in about this, the remark made by Mr. Biden, is if you tag it in to the uh, questions now resurfacing about his son, Hunter Biden's deal with Russian oligarchs, in which it's kind of called the the Hunter Biden uh, laptop is what it's called. But apparently, President Biden was cut in on a 10% of the deal, 10% of the total package would go to President Biden, if this is correct. Okay, so what we've got here is a kind of an almost, uh, remember the movie The Godfather, they called it the VIG, (laughs) the 10%. But what I'm getting at is this questioning on the money that the taxpayers are going to be indebted for. The, the, the money might be printed, and the Democrats might be controlling it right now, but the taxpayers are going to own the debt into the future. And is it just a way of getting yourself tied in with a financial operation? And I know I'll get tons of rocks dumped on my head, but is it tied in with a financial approach? that has a kind of um, organized crime uh, accent to it. It's just a thought. Are you accusing the standing president of the United States of participating with mobsters live on radio? No. I am saying, who is Sam Giacopa? You can't find anything except... He had immigrated here. We know that Jill Biden made a, a just a family fun visit back to Sicily to see the family connections there. There's nothing unusual about that. But this 10 percent, that Joe would get a 10 percent, President Biden would get a 10 percent, that is really has come up more than once here, uh, even uh some of the East Coast newspapers that disavowed that there was any truth to this have have turned around and said, well, yeah, there might be something here. So what I'm saying is, whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans, once you start accepting, and in this case, this is a significant amount of funding, just like the COVID money came out, significant funding. Are we being gentled in to a financial relationship that brings with it obligations that maybe we don't want. All right. Well, so, say, no, hey. and, and yet nobody else on any of these committees, nobody else out of the hundreds of individuals who were involved in this ARPA funding, nobody else at the Justice Department, nobody else in the Treasury Department is saying anything about this? Look, we, you know, it's like the film she said. Make you a deal you can't refuse. My God. Luca Brazzi's with the fishes. Huh? Number one.
If I, if you, if you, if I do a favor for you. Some of these conspiracies some, that people some, come up with tell me the exact opposite of what conspiracy theorists want you to hear. Conspiracy theorists have more faith in the United States government than anyone else. They have faith that there's so many people are going to keep their mouth shut. They have faith that a Republican is going to look at a Democrat and find something out about a conspiracy and not talk. That a news reporter isn't going to try and make a name for himself if he finds this stuff out. Been going on for What is decades. going on? I'm just saying. Yeah. That's my point. We can, well, everything in the world is a conspiracy if you don't know how it's working. Well, you can't, you can't stick your head in the sand and go, look, everything's on the up and up. No. Because, and I, I completely agree with you on that. I mean, of the stuff that gets spewed by whether it's bureaucrats or politicians, at the, especially at the national level, it's like, you, you can't believe that. Thing. No. If well, you do, you're just, you just, you know, and, and I guess my big thing is now I try to ignore as much of it as I possibly can. Otherwise, you just drive yourself crazy. And the fact of the matter is, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you're a toe-the-line Democrat or a toe-the-line Republican, you're all two sides of the same coin. You're this country, played. you're getting played. This country needs both parties. And if you want my opinion... This country needs more than just those two parties. Checks and balances, right? Exactly. Sometimes we need a third person to come in and say, you know what? I think both of you are letting each other get away with stuff. All up and down the line. <laughs> Start looking at third party members. All right, we got one more got caller. Two, got two minutes. All right, you got two minutes, caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. First, we've got more than one party. We have libertarians, and they're almost always on the ballot in Wyoming. Number two, Vicki Taylor isn't coming up with some wild conspiracy theory. Economists, politicians, hundreds of people have said that the, 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 this COVID-19 money that's being spread around like butter on toast is basically there to make us dependent on the federal government. So... She's, she's not some cons wild conspiracy theorist. There's thousands and thousands of people out there who figured that out, including some pretty damn good economists. Thank you, and good day. Good day. All right. Are you dependent on the federal government after this ARPA funding? Well, I got Trump money. I got Trump bank. money. I got Biden I got money. lots of Trump. I got, I got let's, Trump I got, and Biden money. We double dipped. Yeah, I got laid off, and my Trump money showed up right on time. You know, I'll tell you what. In my, you know, my wife said, <clears throat> smartest person in the room. She said, "You can tell people that are screaming about it. Did you send it back? That's a good point. Did you send <clears throat> it back, mm -hmm. or did you keep it? I you kept know? it. I was unemployed at the time. Yeah, I had to keep it, mine. You know, it just depends on your, thing, you know. It, it, I don't know. You can stay up all night and beat your head against the wall too, worrying about this stuff. I really don't think that it's going to make us dependent." on the federal government. You make that choice. You wake up and make that choice every day. All right. This has been the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high-efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Begin this spring by improving your sleep with a new mattress from Moss Holders and Serta. Right now, every mattress at Moss Holders is on sale. Moss Holders has tons of choices from iComfort memory foams and hybrids to traditional inner spring mattresses and pillow tops. Save even more with bonus buys on bedding accessories like sheets, pillows, adjustable foundations, and mattress protectors. In stock or special order, save on every mattress purchase made at Moss Holders. Moss Holders mattress sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Like most families, the Alpha Graphics family continues to grow and evolve to better serve their friends and customers throughout Northeast Wyoming. As part of that growth, Alpha Graphics owners Matt and Nadine Gale have acquired longtime printer Sheridan Printing. If you're looking for large or small format printing, graphic design, or marketing services, look no further than Alpha Graphics, 2266 North Main Street in Sheridan, or online at alphagraphicsheridan.com. Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important, cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went, and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh yeah, it works. Nothing has changed my life more. Well, except maybe my husband. He's so proud of me. Makes me cry. Wow, what are you waiting for? Join Mark Patrick seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking. Guaranteed for only $49.99. That's right, the weight loss seminar today at the Ramada Hotel in Sheridan. The time is 5.30 to 7.30 with registration starting at 5. Stop Smoking Seminar starts at 8 with registration at 7.30. From Jill Bates in the Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP, News Talk 9.30. K-R-O-B.